Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming at you live from the dank in Newtown, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 38. Hello there, I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me this week in the dank is... (coughs) And... (laughs) Actually, two different people, it's Jacques here. (laughs) And finally... Uh, BT Calloway, one of your spoon and fork operators from Sector 7G. And yes, welcome guys. Yes, Sheridan PT, you listeners would know, but Jock's new to the podcast. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you for joining us in the dank tonight. No worries. Man. <laughs> and now with every uh, new guest, we just like to ask um, a little bit of Simpsons history. Where did the Simpsons start with you? Um, Simpsons was, in my household, one of those uh, kind of naughty things. So I literally had to wait until, like, being raised by my grandparents, I had to wait until they went out and um, I would tape it on the VCR and, (laughs) yeah, like, and hide the VCR in my bedroom. So Oh, wow, uh, it was illegal contraband in your house. Hard out, hard out. Well before porn. Well before porn. (laughs) uh, Simpsons was considered, yeah, like trash TV in my household. So it was certainly valued very much more than it's probably worth, unfortunately. (laughs) But those were the early seasons, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Contraband always is. Oh, well, cool. Well, yeah, and yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. And yes, this is the podcast where we review three episodes of Simpsons at a time, um, but the catch is each episode comes from a different decade. And starting out tonight, we just watched an episode from the HD era, um, and it was season 23, episode 19, a totally fun thing that Bart will never do again. First aired in April 2012, and in this episode, Bart feeling like his uh, routine has become a bit mundane, has... um, and the only thing that will break this mundane routine is a big cruise on a ship, a big holiday on a cruise ship. And um, so in, all the Simpson family go on a cruise ship and then they get tooled off in Antarctica. Guys, what'd you think? You missed a really big plot point there. Uh, that's that's <laughs> we'll for when there. we go over the plot point. Yeah, mm. We'll get there. The uh, one I, plot point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I liked it. And I mean that in all the uncertainty that, that it conveys. Yeah, it's sort of weird with the HD episodes because, you know, when we go back to the teens, we might have seen it a couple of times and the classics, obviously, we watched a lot. But it, it's hard to tell, like, how much staying power these episodes do have. But, yeah, generally, I liked this one as well. Yeah, as far as other HD episode, HD era episodes go, this was one of the better ones, I thought, until the ending. But I'm going to save my rage until then. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm. Um, and, all right. So, yeah, starting out the beginning, um, starts out with the actually... Uh, the really cool montage, I thought. Um, hey, we were wondering if this was a reference to something, and uh, let me. It has to be. Let's do some googling on the Simpsons Index and find out if that was a reference. So it was called um, that really fun thing that Bart will never do again. Yeah, a totally fun thing that Bart will never do mm-hmm. again. Yeah, they're even getting lazy on the episode titles now. <laughs> Apparently, it's a reference to an essay or something about a guy's travels on a cruise ship. That's the nerdiest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, well, <laughs> they are That's a bunch a of reference nerds. to an essay. And speaking of nerdy shit, yeah, we don't normally mention the couch gags, but this one I like where it just has the writing of what each thing is. It's just got couch, sailboat painting. The whole minimalist look as far as like what they normally go for, which is a bit over the top, like... I'll pay that. Yeah, and especially 23 years into the show's run, like that's like a really original idea. Mm. Mm. Couldn't find the reference on Wikipedia. I'm looking. (laughs) What was the... You thought you could identify the song... I thought it sounded like Hot Chip. 
Mm, okay, it's possible. Something about a schoolboy. Yeah. I'm uh, not down with the, the new kids' music. and. <laughs> 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 you, you were right. It was uh, Hot Chip. I'm working on the rest of it, but that's come up. Nice. Also, this episode has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. No, it's not. Yep. Mm. Why, why would I lie to you, Elliot? My Fair circuits enough. are incapable of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, in this montage anyway, I thought they did some really cool work with the panels and stuff and like showing how boring um, his life had become with yeah his same still face along all the things going by him. And, mm. and they also did another cool thing where um, towards the end of the montage, they had five panels, uh, the screen divided up into five panels and... Each one ended up with him on the couch. I thought that was, yeah, just a yeah, really nice good. way yeah. of um, explaining that he's bored. I think it's it's something that they have actually touched on before, like that way of um, of portraying Bart. Mm. I, I definitely don't think this is an original thing that they've done, but mm. the way that it was set out was was definitely, you know, eye catching. I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Very absolutely. Cool. A, ni- a nice new twist on a um, an old premise. Totally. Uh, can't find it if the montage is in reference to anything. The entire episode is a reference to the 1997 non-fiction novel collection, A Supposedly Fun Thing I'll Never Do Again by David Foster Wallace. Oh, that's something that everyone knows. Yeah. 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 Good on you, David yeah, yeah, Foster yeah. Wallace. That, that, uh, um, that novella about the uh, cruise ship and whatnot. <laughs> to be fair, even Classic Era makes some fantastic references that you do have to look up. And even there, I'm thinking specifically of um, Brother from Another Series, mm. where it mentions uh, mentions uh, the the death of some composer we had to look up. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember it, but it was, it was one of those... Whom? You look it up and you go, ha, huh, that is funny. And you're like, I... I it's so obscure that we can't remember it, obviously. Mm. <laughs> so the montage ends and Bart, and all five uh, panels are joined up and Bart's sitting on the couch next to Maggie who sees it is in a calm mood, offers him his uh, pacifier mm. and he goes, uh, like, wh- what does he say? He just basically gives Maggie an existential crisis yeah, right there. He just goes, uh, listen, kid, there's going to be a point in your life where that just won't cut it anymore. And then yeah. she's just and like... Then she's, yeah, just no. devastated for a second. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah had that moment of oh god what does anything mean <laughs> i really like that because she's offered a pacifier to people before and sometimes it's worked and yeah. uh, this is just the one time it's just like nope not enough and it's a really it, it's her like only moment really in the whole episode mm. yep yeah, yeah that's but true. it's a great what's, one what's it's maggie solid. doing on the whole cruise yeah I didn't she's even not, think she was on her yeah <laughs> until like there's you know a couple of scenes like yeah. at the end and like oh she's in marge's arms was she? I didn't remember seeing her. Yeah, she was in exactly. Antarctica. Yeah, yeah okay. she was well, wrapped up there. Because hmm. I remember noticing that as well when they are in Antarctica and Bart's like going around the room, you know, going, you know, you got, at Lisa, you got this. Marge and Homer, you've never been better. And then, like, he didn't mention Maggie as well. No. I'm sure you enjoyed the babies club. Maggie's <laughs> a convenience character, to oh, be yeah. honest. <laughs> she's not there when you don't need her to be, and she's there when you need mm. someone to kill Mr. Burns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like Homer's watch. It's only there when he needs to look at the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> so uh, it actually jumps into the whole cruise ship uh, plot point fairly quickly because, yeah. yeah, it's when they're sitting on the couch that the ad pops up for royalty cruises. Yeah, I really like that it ends with Bart watching TV. And as we've noticed during this podcast, they watch a lot of TV and we watch them watching TV a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the solution to all life's problems comes from TV. Uh, so then just shows a, a, a ad for the cruise and he's immediately, yep, that's exactly what's going to pull me out of this slop. Uh, yeah. Definitely another kind of... Um, not purposeful, but like another, you know, continuing theme with reference uh, in reference to Bart, mm. as though and he just regurgitates immediately what 
catches mm. his eye on yeah. TV yeah, yeah, and he, adds. He excitedly and, runs it a uh, margin home as and a And quotes the end of the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally, yeah, calling back to like, uh, <laughs> buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. <laughs> or, yeah... <laughs> I want to go to Mount Splashmore. Take me, take me, take me, take me now. <laughs> now, 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 now. <laughs> Mount Splashmore, won't you take me now? Yeah, and uh, so we go bust into Marge and Homer. Now, this is sort of... Uh, I thought Homer was probably one of the weaker points of this episode, mm. and this Mr. Steak rant sort of uh, highlights what I'm talking about. Oh, I loved it, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I'm quite the opposite. I loved Homer's rants this episode. He, he Only because it set Marge up for such <laughs> yeah. great retours. Who could stay married to such a man? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't. Uh, he said like Mister Steak like six times in that bit, and just yeah, I don't know. I was just over it. I like I'm, the, no, I feel it because Mister yeah. Steak <laughs> doesn't get mad at you for spending all your money at Mister Steak. But then it goes like, well, why don't you ask Mister Steak? She's not really. And it's just I'm, a, I'm a little blur. halfway on that one. I do like that bit, the main point, which is uh, <laughs> Mister Steak doesn't get mad when you spend all your money at Mister Steak. <laughs> uh, it does drag on. I feel like it's one of those jokes that probably worked a lot better on the page than it did in read. Uh, yeah, I but I, I do quite like. I like most of it. It's just, yeah, it goes on a bit long. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I have a feeling like uh, they do write more things to entertain the table read where like the uh, the actors, um, the voice actors can just like go for it. Like, because it was a cool performance. It just got irritating. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. If I was writing for this show, I would get so much, a big, much bigger kick out of making the table laugh than I would being about that got in the episode. Good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd totally. much prefer that. I mean, you could argue that one is an indicator of the the other though. Mm. Yeah, but I think there's going to be a different degree of what's going to make an audience last compared to what's going to make the people who've been doing this for nearly 30 years last. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. But, um, I mean, counter that, I thought uh, his next couple of lines when um, Bart decides, oh, I can sell all my stuff. And then uh, his line when he goes into his room, um, but I found a mean squirrel that I need you to dare me to beat up or whatever. Like <laughs> that was funny. And then him looking around, not seeing any of Bart's things in his room, going, oh, "He's been raptured." And he's been raptured. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was a good move of Bart to um, do this act of I'm going to give away all my earthly possess, uh, sell all my earthly possessions to get on this cruise. Mm-hmm. No, it works. And Definitely one of the only episodes that Bart's displayed any type of behavior that's yeah. been selfless. Yeah, that's true. And even call back to like the three men in the comic book episode where, yeah, desperately trying to scrounge money from anywhere. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, he took it to a new extreme, but it, it felt totally natural in this story. Definitely. I just love Definitely. that everything they, this family owns is complete shit. <laughs> and yet they have a garage sale and sell everything. I tried having a garage sale once. I couldn't get rid of anything. <laughs> People walked past and said, that's a load of shit. Well, yeah. What were you selling? Were you like, it's a candy dish, $90. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, yeah. Here's this no, old only poster. Candy. $40 for this ripped local band poster you've never heard of. Because it was, it was sentimental to you. Yeah. <laughs> Not for sale. Yeah, I think that we just figured out why. Yeah, but I do like Lisa has a very quick line of going uh, figures with zeros in them. We just can't afford. Yeah, that was strong. Yeah, and uh, as Maggie having the existential crisis, here's Lisa, someone who's already had that. <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a really good weathered delivery of hers as well. 
So yeah, and uh, the family decide, oh, Bart's done this. So, so yeah, quick, quick, go back. Just when he runs into uh, Homer and Marge's room, Homer's reading uh, magazine hater magazine. Oh, magazine hater, yeah. <laughs> and there's a woman throwing a magazine in the bin on the front cover. <laughs> like, not any woman, mate. That was Mila Kunis. Oh, was it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mila Kunis uh, hates magazines. I've read that. I, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and also, I did like Homer's uh, complaining montage here, where yeah, he's basically in the same static shot, but the background keeps changing yeah. around him as yes. the family get to the cruise. I thought that was a great way to, um, yeah, break up his complaining rant and show the passage of yeah, time like as well. Whole, and the whole way she's like, yeah, we're going to have to build sandcastles. Why does every sandcastle require my participation? You're yeah. never going to be alone in my life. It's all just staring in the same room. And yeah, do- yeah. Homer grumbling is always great. I loved this rant, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Everything he said was so true mm-hmm. as well. And, and the, you find your kid at the swim-up bar eating a thirty-dollar cheeseburger, which he drops in the pool. <laughs> and yeah, it was great. Uh, you know, a good fifteen, twenty-second rant. That yeah, when they do get to the ship and they see how fantastical it is, like um, yeah, they really earn that emotional turn when they're like, "Whoa, wow!" Okay, guys. Yeah, so two quick jokes that we want to go back to. Uh, one, when Bart's depressed because he sold all his stuff and he still can't, doesn't have the money together, he just goes. Huh, I'm just going to go to floor because <laughs> he sold his bed. And then when he wakes up, they've all sold something uh, to be able to pay for it. The and jazz. Lisa's sold. Uh, she's like, I sold some of my rare jazz records because actually they started to sound the same after a while. But that doesn't mean I'm losing respect for the genre. No, it's still fantastic as ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a really great, quiet burn on jazz. Mm-hmm. Take that, jazz. Jizazz. She needs some Ken Burns jazz. <laughs> Ken Burns jazz burns. <laughs> Burns from jazz. You know, this is like the eighth time we've mentioned Ken Burns on this podcast. Yeah, it's a running oh, yeah. theme. I thought I'd keep the traditional Can life. Can we just call him? <laughs> See if he'll be on an episode. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so, yeah, just at the end of Act 1, they go through a thing where they end up getting a triple upgrade. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it was a nice natural way to show, like, The Simpsons in a bigger room. Um Without you having to make the logical leap, well, they couldn't really afford that. Yeah, but it felt a little laboured. Because there's a bit where Bart wakes up and goes, oh, it was all a dream. like, no, you just passed out when you saw your room in the triple upgrade. It was a <laughs> little too forced. But again, it gets us there, so whatever. How awesome did that room look? Got an Xbox and it a climbing wall. I'm cool. sorry, it was all about the boat bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep in a boat uh, with underwater uh, glass walls. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> damn sweet. <laughs> Um, so starting out um, at Act 2, uh, we meet, uh, I didn't quite catch his name, but Steve Coogan was the guest voice on in this, and I thought he did really well throughout the episode. He did, yeah. he has this great introduction where he's uh, the, the cruise captain being all casual, so walking over to railing and leaning, and then <laughs> continuing his discussion walking over to another and rail more and leaning. leaning. Yeah. <laughs> constantly leaning. It was a really subtle little bit. It's just like, I've, if uh, I work so hard, I should probably take a vacation. If I did, I would take it on this cruise ship. That's how much I love this cruise ship, leaning. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. Like it, it reminds me of like an Arrested Development Bob Loblaw, who when his commercial, <laughs> he's constantly uh, closing briefcases. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Loblaw's law blog. Yeah. <laughs> You're quite a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say at this point, actually, that this is from start to finish. This has cruise line experience pegged to a T. From mm. the, the lame cruise director that's there to meet your every need to the fun schedule, <laughs> the buffet, the jerks in the 
Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> but it's still too not much. painted it's in just... overall like negative light. It, it, no, they've done it, it no. to look turn really me good. Off cruises. In, in my own mind, I'm thinking floating RSL, floating RSL, floating yeah. RSL. But you know, I think like you're the only one of us who's been on a cruise recently. I've been on two, in fact. Two. Oh so this one was more like. Uh, the first one I went on, which was the sort of family cruise experience mm. that they're talking about. Um, okay, so overall it's been roughly 12 days. Yeah. They've run out of food. Someone's eaten human meat. <laughs> they're cooking <laughs> seagulls. They've got a gladiator ring. There's like chaotic rule of law. It's just the hilarious. The cult. Yeah, a, a cult formed from Dave the pool guy. <laughs> Dave the lifeguard. <laughs> That's and right. humanity has been running by Mankind the pool. was warned not to run near the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, all that mankind's hubris sort of rants like <laughs> so good. But yeah, jumping ahead. But yeah, back before talking about like the cruise experience. Yeah, Marge going. Oh my god, they provided us with uh, uh, the right amount of towels. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, even Homer sort of uh, changes his tune when he gets a little privacy with Marge, and he doesn't even need to thrust anymore when they're having sex. <laughs> it's just let the motion of the ocean take over. Ocean yeah. sex rules. <laughs> take that land sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it was just that first sort of performance of Homer's. I didn't. I wasn't that crash hot on because this that was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. And it, and yeah, even Lisa gets her little elite kids club and. Mm-hmm. And I like that she's really into the idea of how diverse they are. Yeah, it's, it's so diverse. And then there's like two kids in wheelchairs. He's like, two? Yeah. <laughs> like on a PBS special. Yeah. And, um, and then it goes through another montage with Bart. And it, it like really it changes animation yeah. style very subtly here. I am looking up if that's a reference. I'm assuming it is. Oh, I was just going to say it does look like a Wes Anderson sort of it's, move. It's very Wes Anderson-y. I'm... But he wouldn't switch. Anyway, we'll worry about that later. It reminded me specifically of um, Life Aquatic with Steve Sissou. So I'm kind of guessing it's from, but that's like the one I haven't seen. So yeah. Uh, anyway, um, other things I didn't pick up, but is on this list of references. Uh, it has on the cruises fun schedule Xbox with PS3 controllers. Ah, that's <laughs> the one thing I wrote down. Human <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, uh, Sith training with a certified Sith Lord, real life Tetris, and Power Ranger lessons from former Pink. <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson, the one that was on um, Ally McBeal. Oh, yeah. wow. Trust you, you to know so. that. I... I'm a Power Rangers fanatic. Mm. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, let's see. And actually, uh, by the time this episode airs, it will be out in theatres. <gasps> nice. I assume it'll blow. <laughs> Come see it with me because no one else will. <laughs> I'll see it with you. Buddy. I definitely will. Yes. I, I had to set it up the other day at Northride Shopping Centre. Yeah. Power Rangers training. You go in, they've got the <laughs> Xbox Motion. Uh, thing I can and you you go hard as a Power Ranger. <gasps> yeah, can you be green? Yeah. No, no, you can't. Well, no, because they haven't got the Green Ranger in the movie. I know. Yeah. I just know. I know that's what you want, Elliot. And mm. I'm always on the lookout for what you want. I think that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna. That's what. Like, going to be the post credits thing. They're gonna have like the Dragon Zord emblem or something, and it'll flicker, and then it'll go zhun, and then it'll be like <gasps> secret. And you all just chiz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, okay. All I've got is the music playing during Bart's fun activity montage is, jeez, Ruslan and Ludmilla by Mikhail Glinach. You know what? Just fuck it. Have the Simpsons <laughs> used like every song that they need to like really go for the most they're, obscure world? They're on the world? dregs of their iPod, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going in the bargain bins at uh, cheap shops and yeah, picking up some yeah weird obscure music yeah. now. The weird animation was sort of... It was weird, um, but it suited the style of how he was sort of jumping through the panels and like yeah. going up, down, and around and all 
weird ways. Yeah, but, just yeah. enjoying everything the crews had to offer. That's ultimately you take away from it. So yeah, but I think it was just weird because it didn't look different enough from the Simpsons normal art style to be different, but it looked different enough to be sort of a weirdly unsettling. Mm. Yeah, I can go. It's it's one of those if you weren't paying entire attention, you wouldn't have noticed it. Guilty. Or you would have looked up and go. I on. honestly didn't. Oh, <laughs> and, and it was only a little little thing. It's just his head was slightly bigger and his arms and legs were a bit thinner as well. What is he doing? He does a water slide. He does a reptile class. He crawls through something. He does. I liked the history of cruise ships with John Maxtone Graham. <laughs> with John Maxtone Graham that he sat in. Um, and yeah, it was just him running around. It wasn't noticeably different animation style. N- not too different, but um, yeah. So uh, closing out that he comes into the ballroom to meet uh, his family for dinner, and um, Steve Coogan sings this song that's like "Enjoy the fun while you can." And yeah, I'm not normally a fan of Simpson musical moments in the later seasons, but this one was actually not too bad. Well, this one makes sense as well. It doesn't yeah. come out of nowhere. It's a plot it's, point. It's, it's, yeah, it's and not it's, cheesy. Like yeah, and, and it's a song it's that's good. meant to be a song. The, the one, some of the worst ones we've seen, they just people just start singing. You're like, why, why? is this happening? <laughs> yeah, why well, like this? Yeah, whereas this late it leads in. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So yeah, yeah and and again, Steve Coogan just nailed it. Like mm. he's really good. Um, but yeah, this all sort of comes crashing down on Bart where, yeah, he realises like this thing's halfway over. Um, I've got to make it last. And so he grabs a DVD starring Treat Williams, who I had to look up. I had no <laughs> idea who that was. Um, but yeah, he's one of those guys that you know the face once you've seen it and he's been in fucking everything. Right. Yeah. right. Especially a bunch of straight to DVD plague movies. <laughs> They're a genre, damn it. So yeah, um, Bart screws up the um, ship's communication with Hot Fudge and, uh, yeah, plays parts of this DVD um, for the full view of the um, cruise ship, making everyone think that there's a virus on land that, that so they need to stay out to sea longer. I mean, honestly, at this point, I kind of stopped taking notes. Because uh, I felt like I knew where it was going and I knew everything about this. Yeah. I've actually seen this one before, but this was the only point I realized I'd seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, like when you watch an episode and you get halfway through before you realise you're watching a bad episode and you're yeah. like, damn you Simpsons, you uh, tricked me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my remaining note is literally just stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, basically. It um, honestly doesn't go on for much longer after the virus yeah, is released. But that's the weird thing, because it's not that bad or boring stuff happens from this point on. I just felt no need to talk to write notes about it. I'm like, I can probably just remember all the points from this point Yeah. On. Well, we sort of already hit on it um, mm. talking before about, yeah, everyone going, oh, mankind's hubris, and then the cult leader, and... Um, and yeah. yeah, the boat deteriorating as well, and like the roller coaster just <laughs> flying off into the sea, <laughs> into the <laughs> abyss. Yeah. I really like that everything gets a little bit Lord of the Flies. It's uh, actually it would be kind of a cool setup for a big yeah. grade movie. I'd watch the shit out of that. Do you, movie. Do you think it's a, a Batman reference where they're doing the um, the boat court? Oh. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I like it how it's as petty as uh, you let your music trivia team down. <laughs> Join the penal conga line. Yeah, eight it's hours the best. on the penal conga line. <laughs> and yeah, the very uh, unenthusiastic. Marge and Lisa end up finding out Bart, and um, I like how Homer bust into the scene as well in like full Mad Max Road Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Like, I did great in the fighting pits today, but I got attacked by raiders on the way back. More orders. <laughs> yeah, it's just every apocalypse movie happening on this one cruise ship. It's great. Yeah, but yeah, from then on, Marge and Lisa, uh, yeah, the family make Bart confess, and he does, and um, they're. Uh, 
Someone's in the middle of an impassioned speech. I think it was Bart. No, no, it was it was Marge, it was Marge going Marge. in this, but on this boat there's a chapel, and in that chapel there's a book, and that book says, "Judge not, lest ye be cut." Yeah, <laughs> cut, mm. and they dump the Simpsons on Antarctica and the ships out of there. Yeah. Um, Before that, though, I have to comment on the like the cruise ship workers. Yeah. Because yeah. all of a sudden they don't have to be nice anymore. Go to hell, fat ass. <laughs> <and> <laughs> throw a chair at And Marge is like, he brought me an extra towel the other day. <laughs> Called me lovely lady. Oh, how uh, quickly they turn. So in watching, uh, looking through trivia, looking for references we didn't get, I did discover that uh, this marks the Simpsons. Once they are on Antarctica, they have been to every continent. Yep. I have to say this... This was a freaking lazy ending from here on in. Well, I was just going to say, it felt like that's why it existed. Like, I feel like they've been trying to have the Simpsons go to Antarctica for uh, a long time mm. so that they could tick this off because they'd hit all the continents within, like, the first 10, 12 years or something. Yeah. And, like, I think this is the only way they could get to Antarctica, but you then really what do they do? You really reckon they wrote this episode, like, trying to get it? We've got to get the Simpsons to the Antarctica. I reckon mm. it's the only way they could tick this off, because uh, the other thing is, like, there's nothing you could do when they got to Antarctica. So it could, of course, only be like a... How, how about Lisa wins a contest to go to the research, research station, station. Yeah, when I saw the research station, I thought that yeah. that's where the rest and of the episode be, was like, heading. Morgan yeah, and Freeman standing there narrating them. Yes. <laughs> I thought they were going to head there too, and then it just sort of ended abruptly. They watched some penguins for a while. Homer spouts a really lame line about, enjoy, have fun while you can. Well, I thought it was good because it was like Lisa, like, really taking a long way of saying seize the day and then mm. Homer goes yeah just have fun twerf and just throws him in to the slide with the penguins and yeah. straight and into the freezing cold ocean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Enjoy I know. Oh, <laughs> just casually sliding around icebergs in the Antarctic with yeah. a small strapless red dress yeah. on yeah. in shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> in minus 50 degrees yeah. yeah fair enough hey you know what's better than pneumonia Double pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did actually like her as well, how he goes to strangle him and his hands were just way too numb. Like, <laughs> Again, another good animation bit. But yeah, I reckon there is a story to be mined from there, but it did feel like here's a quick way that we can get them to Antarctica and don't need to do a whole episode well, about that, it. How'd they get back? Oh, <laughs> we go from that's just a mystery between <laughs> that last frame of sliding and oh, Bart looking at that picture. Let's say They're still there. Mo. They were eventually yeah. rescued by, oh, let's say, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that is a like overarching theme of the whole thing. Like um, Bart confronting his whole mortality or, or yeah. whatever and kind of accepting that he's not going to have you know, an outstanding life in ways that, you know, his sister might. Mm. Yeah. But I, his primary kind of part of being, which is always having fun, and <coughs> he has to realise that, like, you know, that's that's who he is. That's it. He has fun and that he has to seize those moments where he has fun. Yeah, I did quite like his collection of sliding down things. Like he's on his deathbed looking at, the slippery slide, like literally, you know, at school. Yeah, well, because it's the whole, oh, that penguin's just sliding down, but it's a brief moment of fun before the mundane. But maybe, m- then, m- yeah. maybe that's the whole thing that they're getting, that they're getting at. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. Is Life Bart, is full of slides. Well, no, Bart's, <laughs> Bart's particularly, Bart is sliding down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's fun while it lasts kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It goes all parabolic. That's Bart's <laughs> lot. Yeah. I like that line from the song as well. Um, yeah. 
And I just got a list of um, cut things that were from the the the, schedule? the fun list. schedule. Oh yeah. Uh, they've got trivia. They got more stuff. So let's see. We've got Mud Munch, uh, <laughs> Chimp Sign Language, Tie Dye Your Own Cowboy Hat, The Repellers Up Close and Personal, uh, Onesie Bedazzling Class for Babies, Toss Melons at the Repellers, Work Those Water Balloon Boobs, uh, Hull Painting, Pizza Frisbee. Exotic foods that taste like normal foods buffet. <laughs> Paramedical. <laughs> it keeps going. Uh, let's see. Had that They're one. so cruise shippy as well, especially buffet <laughs> Sorry, foods. That, that. What about punch through paintings? <laughs> see, that's where they were sitting around making the, the writer's table laugh because that yeah. whole thing was flashed up for less than a second. Norwegian swearing. Yes. <laughs> ice cream rave. Holy shit. Wow. Oh, and the ice cream snowball fight as well. Mm. <laughs> Mess with an octopus advanced. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it is time for the questionnaire. Uh, so um, I'm changing up the order of questions on the questionnaire now, you dear son listener. Of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> Thirty-eight episodes in, and we're still in a voting. But I think we're going to stick with um, the whole doing the episodes later to earlier now. I think the show works better doing that. Yes, that was a fantastic innovation and you just keep coasting on it. (laughs) (laughs) Although this is the first episode we're doing with uh, headphones on all all people, not just Elliot in the editing bay. So if we sound different, it's because we can hear ourselves. Yep. (laughs) Not self-conscious at the moment or anything. That's horrible. (laughs) That's what I sound like? (laughs) Why is that all nasally and nerdy? Oh, God. God. Play count. How many times have you seen this episode, if at all? Uh, I've definitely seen it once before. First time I've seen it. Uh, once before also. I think I've actually seen this about five or six times. Oh, Again, why? And, not and you still have to write Because this is what notes. he does. <laughs> this is what Elliot does. When okay. I find new Simpsons I like, they go on a USB, big playlist of new Simpsons that I like, and they just sit on there and get mm. watched. <laughs> Over and you know, over. You know that television thing? That you watch, yeah. <laughs> did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yes. It did. Yes, it yeah, did. Definitely. Yeah. All characters on point. Homer's maybe a bit dumber than usual, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It actually didn't feel as ham-fisted sort of Simpsons go-to-somewhere episode as like, we've seen, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Because I think it was more about the getting there yeah. rather than the, we're in Antarctica, let's do Antarctica things. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah, even though the Antarctica thing I said before was a bit forced, the whole the episode as a whole didn't feel forced. That, mm. Yeah. And yeah, integrity was all there. Like all the characters were themselves. And mm. oh yeah, we did skip over uh, Lisa, who during this this apocalypse has uh, joined this the elite group who are uh, writing out by hand all the kids' books. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. After to, to preserve human knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Once uh, the X Men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and X-Men they perform the plays five. that will be playing for our disease-free children. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wackiness. How wacky was this episode? Zero out of ten. <laughs> well, then when they go to Antarctica, they ramp up the wackiness a bit with the, you know, avoiding hypothermia and everything, but... Everything up to there is relatively grounded, I suppose, because they do end up, like, catching seagulls and serving them. It's I think wacky, the f- but it's not out of the question wacky. Huh. Yeah. The fun schedule was wacky. The montage but we had to Google it to find yeah. that out. Yeah, montages and all that. That's all. That's all wacky, but not at all to the detriment of the episode. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't show you human Tetris. They just said it. Yeah, but yeah, even in the montages, like it still felt grounded in the story. Like, yeah, I mean, not that ever wackiness is a good or bad thing. It's just yeah, this how, episode how it's presented. And yeah, what you do with it. 
Yeah, in this episode, it was in little bits and it worked. Yeah. Um, heart. Did you guys feel the heart in this episode? Um, I do actually. I think we skipped over. I really like the bit at the end where they're all yelling at Bart for being so selfish. And he's like, I did it for everyone. Lisa, you found a bunch of kids you actually get along with. Mom yeah. and dad, you were, you know... Um, Fucking. Get it, fucking getting along really well. The best I've ever seen you in years. And yeah, no, we did touch on it, I think, briefly. But um, yeah, he has a whole really good speech there. And it kind of brings his whole motivations for doing it back as a character. So yeah, you get some yeah. comments. That's it. Like, this is one of those few episodes where Bart fucks up. And it really isn't because he's looking after his own interests. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like, I can't think of another one. Like yeah, that. he was tr- he was trying to share something with everybody, even though it was like yeah. he selfishly didn't notice. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm having a great time, so we're going to stay. It's everyone's having a great time, so we're going to stay. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to capture the moment. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's fair enough. Who hasn't wanted to keep things going forever? Mm. Yes or no? Would you watch it again? Mm, maybe. Yep, just so I could freeze frame that list. Of <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, I would. Yeah, me too. I don't see it going off that USB anytime soon. Um, so we're going to watch it again. Uh, let's put it in a playlist. Uh, what other episodes with similar themes? Uh, Simpsons Vacations. Yeah, yeah Simpsons, Simpsons Vacation. Simpsons on a boat. Mm-hmm. You compare yeah. that where like Homer steals Mr. Burns' boat and takes all yeah, of his friends on that cruise. Or when he joins the Navy and yep. uh, is in a submarine. Yep, yep, totally. And yeah, if you wanted to put together a collage of, yeah, the Simpsons go to each continent. Yeah. Mm, yeah. This would be the only one you could do for Antarctica. Yeah, true. <laughs> Bart learns a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bart, yeah. Bart-centric episodes, definitely. All right, cool. So it's time to rank this thing. <laughs> That's the rankometer just warming up. <laughs> well, it's warming up. Let me tell you how the ranking works. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale um, of medals i guess you'd call them anyway it starts out at the bottom at failure or maybe if it was a bit of a meh episode you call it a participant and then for the good rankings it goes from bronze silver gold and then the best of the very best super most important sparkle fun happy time episodes we call cubic zirconias um so anyway i'm gonna show you how it's done and i'm going to rank this episode of silver wow um i'm actually surprised that i went this high with this one but as um as yeah as far as the hd episodes there, this one I think is easily on par with uh, Book Job and um, Ned and Edna's Blend and 500 Keys, which I've given Silver before. So I think mm. there's precedent there. That's Silver fair. from That's me. Um, how about you, BT? Um, I'm sitting at about a bronze. I'm going to, because thinking of some of those episodes you just referenced that I, I also silvered, I'm curious if I'm just going to think it over and see how I feel in comparison. But even at the end of that sentence, no, I know it's not true. I enjoy 500 Keys and Book Job a lot more than this one. It's okay. It's just mostly forgettable. But yeah, bronze is fair. Fair enough. How about you, Shez? Bronze as well. Um, I, if anything, I was leaning more towards a participant, but Homer's rant saved it for me. Fair enough. And Jock, how about you? I like the rating system because it's got the perfect description for me as far as in reference to like Simpsons as a whole, including yeah. all the other seasons. <laughs> and I'll give it a big gold star for... Oh, nice. No, a big gold star for you tried. Participation. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Fair enough. <laughs> nice but, misdirect. No, it's always nice having a, a new guest on because you've not seen the depths of hell yet and how bad it gets yeah oh man (laughs) so we're going to go to our episode from the teens era now and i don't know what it is because i can't get my apple tv working so um, you will find out after this short break
are back and we ended up watching Simple Simpson, which um, is season 15, episode 19. It first aired in May 2004. And in this episode, Homer Simpson becomes the Pie Man. Yes. Local Springfield vigilante who takes uh, his revenge out on people by throwing pies at them and yelling pie-related puns. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, guys, what'd you think? Amazing. I, yeah, I like this one a lot more than I remember. Yeah, there's no doubt that it's a very silly episode. Yeah, but um, it's fun and there's some really nicely packed jokes. So. Yeah, and it's pretty much a parody of the uh, first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I wrote down at least three times reference to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Sam Raimi, that's who mm. did it. But yeah, um, yeah, with the, the the making the Pie Man suit and mm. the the upside down kiss, and upside then upside down kiss in the rain. Yep. Yeah, there are a few scenes which were just very reminiscent of that. Yeah, but I mean... But where do we begin? At the start. (laughs) At Promiscuous Idiot Island. (laughs) On Fox, the home of Promiscuous Idiots. I love this joke so (laughs) much. I'd forgotten it comes comes from this episode. and just Yeah. uh, when we first brought you ladies here, we told you you'd be on an island with a min- with an internet billionaire. What we didn't tell you is this is, is actually a peninsula. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> I just want to get on that boat and go home. You can just walk. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. You can just get walk. <laughs> like, it was perfect because around that time, like, we were oh, yeah, so the- saturated with reality television and, like... Yeah, the Bachelor, The Bachelorette, looking for love, looking for love again. Yeah. More Bible love. a wife. Yeah. <laughs> but not married at first sight, thank God. Uh, no, yeah. but see, this is the stupid thing with Australian television networks. They see all these shows that had massive success 10 years ago, like, mm. I'm a celebrity, get me the shit out of here. And they bring it back with Julia Morris thinking it'll be fucking entertainment and it's not. No, it's just that same dude who's the vet from Bronte or whatever with the Mm. chiseled jaw and he looks like he belongs (laughs) on the the front of one of those spray and white brands, Mr. Muscle. Well, the big problem is their version of celebrity on those things is always like, hey, remember this person that was on two episodes of Neighbours? Yeah. 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 Huge celebrity. (laughs) We think it's Nicholas something. Yeah. (laughs) Or how about someone from Totally Full Frontal, the follow-up series to Full Frontal, which was the follow-up series (laughs) to Fast Forward. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, that's sort of the the barrel that they're scraping there. Yeah. I'm like, someone with no career anymore. Yeah. For a show that, like, someone like Mikey Robbins would be like, I'm too good for that. Like, Damn that's right. How, that's mm. how bad these shows are. Yeah, when they're like, I don't see you here on the D list. Uh, keep going. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're on H. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, back to Sorry, this. guys. I just got a message. I've been offered a spot on I'm a Celebrity. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're get out of here. Prominent, I'm a Celebrity. Get out. Get out of <laughs> here. Turn it, turn it down. Yeah. 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 You're better than that. <laughs> you know what? You go places. That's a that's a place for no hopers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Elliot, you're a podcaster and, and with a listenership of three. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, and where is that kid with my latte? <laughs> Um, anyway, back to the start. So yeah, Promiscuous Island, there's a bunch of jokes around that as well that they cram in at really rapid fire and it's, it, yeah, it all yeah. came off really and, well. And anyone of rejection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gave three uh, rows of hope to women and threw rocks of rejection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's just sick to death of that type of TV, which everyone is, it's a gold mine. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, cuts to commercial with the guy, do you love that sweet? smell of bacon and yeah lots of great bacon jokes in this mm-hmm. as well yeah it's like oh shut up we can't hear the commercials 
if we don't watch them, it's like we're getting TV for free. Yeah, uh, that's right. Almost thought they were going to like do a Butterfingers commercial bit there. Nah, that was a long time ago, man. Yeah. And because of that commercial, we have Millhouse, so you know, don't don't rip on Butterfingers. I heard yeah. that, yeah. Hmm. That, yeah, Matt Groening just drew him because they needed an extra character for Bart to talk to and Milhouse was born in a commercial. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. ma- many of us were just born during Yeah, you didn't know that? Not even. I didn't no, either. No, he wasn't in like the first couple of episodes and they had him in a, a Butterfinger commercial and they just kept him around. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, most of us were conceived during a commercial break. That kid was made during a commercial break. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, so they kick in with the old, uh, Willy Wonka golden ticket cliche, you know, yeah. buy the right pack of bacon, get the golden ticket, come to the factory. Mm-hmm. Um, so naturally Homer just fills up the trolley at the quickie mart and then just yeah. starts ripping up packets in there, like, <laughs> without Apu, paying for them. And Apu has the quick line of looking at the trolley full of bacon. It's like, sir, if you want to kill yourself, I do sell handguns. There's a bucket <laughs> where they're $2 for a pound. Yeah. $2 a pound. <laughs> Again, nice little poke of American culture there. The only thing that could make bacon taste better is knowing how it's made. <laughs> Surely. It's a snide little potentially one of the writers is vegetarian joke. Yeah, po- quite know. possibly. <laughs> Who knows anymore? Well, yeah, no, I'll put listing off the bacon, you know, smoking bacon, bacon-fed bacon. Slow-killed bacon. Yeah, slow-killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. he doesn't get the golden ticket, he gets a silver ticket. Yeah, which entitles him to be a judge in a, a, a pid judging contest. Um, yeah, sort of a means to an end, but they did do a sort of a good bit at the fair with Homer, you know, putting on the little half glasses and yeah. getting out his hmm. tape measure. <laughs> Clearly had a snout job. Yeah. The one day you decided to get a zit. Yeah. <laughs> There's a nice piece there. There's a whole bunch of like giant fruits and vegetables and stuff. And I like how a... Bart hides the giant Brussels sprout underneath the giant pile of mashed potatoes. I like how one judge is putting the uh, biggest ribbon on the biggest ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest ribbon contest. Two eighties. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the pig with the bloody... Yeah, the uh, pianiki necktie. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Lisa decided to enter the place setting competition, which... um actually is a thing and mm. this is in bob's burgers as yeah. well where gene uh, becomes obsessed with plate setting contests like yeah who uh, who would it's have thought thing, that yeah for some reason mm. yeah people are into doing Pe- high concept place settings people are into weird shit man yeah <laughs> that's it once with the cup stacking was a thing after that all bets were off oh my god yeah and that's insane. I think the record's down to like 5.5 seconds or it, something. Yeah, it's it. someone worked hard at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, enjoy your jobs packing groceries, kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what all these years of practicing cup stacking me. Yeah, uh, it's worth doing. It's worth doing well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Of all the things people do to just whittle away the time on earth, mm. like cup stacking. And podcasting. Place setting. <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> I lost the last week to Zelda's Breath of the Wild and oh my God, it's so good. Good. <laughs> yeah, it, we're both pretty hardcore breathheads. So. Yeah, <laughs> breathheads. What? Uh, the new Zelda game for the new Nintendo Switch, that thing right there. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Quick yeah. side thing. Um, I know you wanted to do every game available for the Wii U. Much easier to do every game available for the Switch because that's, you know. <laughs> it's currently up to four. Yeah, you, you could cover it in, we could cover it in the next week. Oh my God, I've never thought about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wii U sounds like a siren. Mm. <laughs> Wii U, Wii U. It also sounds like the theme song to your podcast. Mm. <laughs> that, that's clearly Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. Oh, sorry, it's a do we do we do yeah. <laughs> or a reference to your marijuana. He says, doobie, doobie, doobie. 
Anyway, <laughs> um, so Lisa enters the playsetting competition, mm-hmm. and like I didn't actually like any of the other uh, contestants, but I thought her playsetting was actually really clever. Like yeah. the writers really worked on that. The tuning forks, champagne, champagne flutes. Fl- um, oboes, candle holders, I guess that makes sense. But anyway. <laughs> and then some fruit shoved in a saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> and then no joke there, it just looks yeah. cool. And yeah. then for dessert, Jello Fitzgerald. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the rich Texan just brutalizes her. Oh, man. It's, it, yeah, you're right. It's brutal. It's hard to watch. Yeah, that guy is always a jerk, but he was a particular jerk in this one. Uh, Wipe your tears with this. <laughs> yeah. the last place. <laughs> like he wasn't profiting off her loss. He was just... Yep. Oh, Being he an was, asshole. Yeah, that, he was just in like for the game of it, for the sport of it all. Like, yeah. <laughs> this table's wobblier than your underlying concept. Like, <laughs> That's probably some of the most clever things he's actually said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't I do anything right? Well, you did put it on a table. Yeah. <laughs> your place setting thinks it's better than everyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> And it's really good. And Homer notices from afar and decides to do something about him, but gets a random thought bubble with Chief Wiggum. And <laughs> yeah. He's like, one more slip up, Simpson, and you're under arrest. One more felony assault, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, how many felony assaults exactly uh, is Homer uh, being convicted of? He drinks a lot. Oh, but I do yeah. like the follow-up of, hey, I fit in a bubble. I must be losing weight. Yeah? That's cute. It doesn't make any sense, but it's cute. Yeah. Um, I, I liked when he tapped him with the nightstick out outside the bubble. Yeah. Like, and the, the Simpsons have a long history of doing thought bubbles that are a little too self-aware. Yeah. Like Milhouse going, no, thought bubble Milhouse is the happiest I'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's uh, daydreaming marrying Lisa or something, I can't remember, but... Uh, They've, yeah. they've done it before and it's actually worked. Or even way back when we watched uh, Bart the General where he goes to uh, Homer's advice of yeah. just throw dirt in his eyes and kick him in, and kick him in the family jewels and he tries it and then goes back to the thought bubble thought bubble just shrugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, in this, uh, just before we get back to the whole Pie Man thing, there was a bit of a parody about um, Alan Jackson's Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning, which is one of the most god-awful songs of all time. <laughs> like, where was this? I didn't even notice. Um, yeah. I love this country if you don't buy my album uh, I'm Kato wins yeah, 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 yeah. Like, can I just quickly interject you only know that because of South Park well yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah South Park did it and then these guys did it and then I actually like finally heard the original what they were parroting and it's, it's spot on oh yeah like in some ways yeah Alan Jackson's song is more of a parody than what they're doing wow as I can recall, one of the lines is, um, I'm a simple man, don't know the difference between Iraq and Iran. No, it's it's schmaltzy, like, playing on... Cash in on 9-11. Yeah, big ballad yeah. thing. And, like, it got him a Jesus. lot of money. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I liked at the end of his song where um, Homer's crying, you know, the very last line, if you don't buy my album, Al-Qaeda wins, and Homer's at the merch stand with a stack of, like, 25 yeah. CDs, throwing money at him, going, you... Say, USA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make it rain. Mm. So, yeah, uh, Homer comes to Lisa's rescue um, and puts on a costume to avoid getting charged by police chief Wiggum mm-hmm. and, yeah, uh, lobs a pie at the rich Texan and. Everyone laughs at him and Lisa yeah. giggles at him and everyone's happy. 
Yeah, and oh, Dredrick Tatum has a li- line. Normally, pay I square, but today, pay I justice. <laughs> it's so heavy-handed, it, but it kind of works because it's it intentionally does. terrible. It's such an eye-rolling moment, isn't it? Yeah, but it? it's like it's very it self-aware works. eye-rolling, and totally. I think that's why it works. And then you've got Mel backed it up with the melodramatic, will Springfield's new protector strike again? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like... They knew there was no way to do that and not have it be clunky and terrible. So it's like they swan dove into it. They're like, yeah, sure. We'll just do that. Yeah, totally. And that rounds out Act 1. And then, yeah, start of Act 2, um, they're back at the Simpson house and Lisa's drawing Pie Man. And Homer goes, oh, I thought I had a bigger crotch than that. <laughs> yeah, they're weird, but all right. It's like, good thing your daughter isn't focusing on the crotchal area yeah. of your costume, but sure. I like that he at least thought it and didn't <laughs> say it out loud. Like, hey, Lisa, draw my dick bigger. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice Pie Man also had long flowing hair as well yeah orange <laughs> hair orange hair that's right <laughs> yeah he could have been Flanders in that had a lock of hair red like the sun oh he could have been Willie in that moment mm. <laughs> I'm thinking more back to the, uh, the the catfish episode where they're describing him yeah <laughs> it's a cult <laughs> um yeah, so then Bart walks in and says, comic book man made him pay for a bunch of comics he didn't smudge. And Yeah, there, there was some interesting gags here. Yes. Uh, I wish I'd written them down. They were like, um, One that stuck out was um, Supergirl in the case of the glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, Supergirl versus the glass ceiling. And there was like, also the green listener. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Richie Rich tries to break ground in Alabama or something like that. And <laughs> yeah, or trade deficit trade or something. something like yeah. yeah, and Homer's- then uh, they're all like, oh, well, maybe Pine Man will strike again. And he's got lit and Homer just got, has a great line I like, which is just, maybe you're right, Lisa. Maybe, maybe your you're pie. Pie, <laughs> <laughs> pie be your pie. pie. Yeah, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, go bust into the comic book store and um, yeah, wax comic book guy with a key lime. Yep. <laughs> Don't do the crime if you can't do the key lime. <laughs> It's, again, so eye-rolly, but so funny in the moment. And then, yeah, special guest star Nichelle Nichols comes into the mm-hmm. shop, coincidentally. And <laughs> comic book guy's like, oh, my God, you got all my letters. And, you know, let's go on a date. And she's like, I'm going to say the same thing to you that I said to William Shatner. I am not going to go out with a guy with pie all over his face. <laughs> yeah, see, some people get locked up in the Kirk versus Picard debate. I'm all about the uh, Uhura or Councillor Troy debate. Who's Councillor Troy? Uh, Next Generation is, was the hot one on that show. Oh, yeah. And if you want to make it really complicated, then throw in Seven of Nine. But, uh, you know. Seven of Nine? Seven of Nine from Star Trek Voyager. Jeez. <laughs> is this Wars, Trek, Gate, or Search? <laughs> oh, this is Trek all the way. <laughs> now, look it up. Lieutenant Ahura, Councillor Troy, or Seven of Nine. <laughs> like for Michelle, Michelle Nichols, love for Seven of Nine, angry oh, for... Yeah, I know. I hate that shit. Yeah. So don't do it. <laughs> I liked the newspaper headline after this. It was, Obese Nerd Eats Humble Pie. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Nice. Uh, Too busy sure I think about Michelle Nichols. And then pie, popular pastry, tricky math thing. <laughs> yeah. And now vigilante. And yeah, he busts in on Krusty's show, hits him with a pie and says, that's for your slight decline in quality over the years. And Ooh. yeah, you know that's a self-referential yeah. joke and you're like, Slight? (laughs) No, because this is season 15, and around this point, this is when they start working on the movie, so their writing staff is divided. Like, they're still filling out full season orders while dedicating half the time to the movie as well. And I I didn't know the movie was that early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, Production of the movie, yeah, started around season 15, and they released it in around season 18. 
So yeah, I was gonna say, Pie Man feels so much older than the movie. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's just because it's not HD. And it was season fifteen, so it's like thirteen years old now. Mm. Yeah. Then we get the uh, quick Sam Raimi Spider Man one costume making montage. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. They handled that well. They picked a lot of the same similar shots and all Mm. that. Yeah. And I just love Sam Raimi's movies. Yeah. Except the third Spider Man. True. (laughs) Very very true. I mean, I keep meaning to rewatch it, and I haven't brought up the courage. <laughs> I did like a, a falling asleep watching it because, yeah, it it was the same with Batman versus Superman. I did a sleep watch of that one night because I knew it just it would bore me to tears. Like I thought it just make you rage punch. <laughs> yeah, and nothing gets me more tired than a good old <laughs> rage, punch. <laughs> rage punch at Zack Snyder. <laughs> Three hundred is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Dad, you're not mild-mannered. You're often drunk. And, <laughs> um, so, yeah, Lisa discovers the identity of Pie Man and he decides, oh, maybe I should hang it up. And I like their little moment down in the basement. Lots of all, they have this um, great little... Uh, um, what is it? They're trying to shut down the children's spring, Springfield's Children's Hospital. Mm. And uh, we've yeah. got the great... It, they've done it a few times, but it always works for the kids. Like, but who will cure my whooping cough? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sounds the like what I sound kit. like today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should have got you to do that. Exactly. Uh, and you have a great little action sequence with him throwing the pie and hits the side of the the uh, thing that's used to cl- cl- set up a billboard and it kind of swings yeah. over and he leaps onto the fire escape and it's, gets caught by a bullet. and. Um, mm. Yeah, but that kicked off a bunch of uh, wig and loose stuff in this episode that... Didn't uh, quite land. Yeah. yeah. It, I really want to know where the inception of this... Like, I don't know yeah. if you guys have noticed, but Chief Wiggum and Lou have this weird relationship in the later episodes mm. where they're always, like, uh, bickering with each other. Yeah, bickering marks, yeah. And a little yeah. passive-aggressive, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, there is there is actually a weird error where... Uh, sorry, error where... Um, error... Oh, all the police have uh, automatic w- weapons, but in the next shot, they have revolvers. So they go from Glocks to Smith & Wessons, suddenly. No, they weren't actually, they weren't actually Glocks. Hey? Yeah, they're Glocks. Jordan noticed they're that in Bart the Murderer. Remember that? When they have yeah, the yeah, shot yeah. of... When they um, point all their guns at him when he's on the ground, they're automatics. When it goes to the long shot, they're revolvers, I think. Yeah, and we just thought, okay, yeah, it Wiggum's, must be some... Wiggum's got the revolver, mm-hmm. and... Um, Usually, uh, usually Wiggum does have a revolver, but in the shot just before they start shooting at Pyre Man, he's got a Glock. Because I noticed because he usually does but, have but a revolver. But there's like an, another shot where they uh, are shooting at Homer, mm-hmm. like one of the early ones, and Lou's actually got a rifle. <laughs> yeah. He's got a rifle, <laughs> rifle. And then he just goes back to 6R. <laughs> and I was like, God, they are too well armed then. <laughs> the weapons index. But speaking of errors, though, um, haven't done corrections department for a little while. and Because um, we're never wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Except when we are. Well, these few times we were wrong. Uh, Kristen Kaur didn't write for The Simpsons. However, she was a staff writer for Futurama and she is credited for writing the episode Leela's Homeworld, which is one of my personal favourites. Nice. Um, the Shriners are an appendant body to Freemasonry, <laughs> known for their red feathers and support of the 22 Shriner hospitals for children across the USA. That sounds amazing. And they frequently appear in parades uh, in those little mini cars. So awesome. That is- How do you become a Shriner? We'll look that up later. Never mind. Um, what else? Oh, I cut this out. Jordan mentioned this last episode, but I cut it out. Uh, Rafiki is a mandrill, not a baboon. And Johnny Carson died in 2005, so I was wrong. Beige, you were right. I didn't even know what I was right about, but I'll take it. You were right, though. Yes. Hands <laughs> on the board. <laughs> that was it for the corrections department. Okay, so... 
yeah, Lisa and Homer's little moment in the basement. That, that was cute. And a bunch of like Lisa going, yeah, I know where we are. This is the iced tea I left down here. I, I just really like where he blindfolds her and like carefully leads her down. There. It's, it's kind of adorable. He's like, oh, just, just a little bit to your left, sweetie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're in our basement. This is the iced tea I left down here before. Or so it would seem. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, I've been doing this so long. I got in so deep. I forgot pies were food. <laughs> And yeah, a cute little daddy-daughter moment. Yeah, you know, compels him to stop. That He's done good, but, you know, he's going to get caught or hurt. Yep. It's a nice little bit, yeah. I want to go back to the children's hospital that's been converted to the cosmetic surgery ward. <laughs> and <laughs> the mayor of the town, Quimby, tells the kids to come back when they want a bigger rack. Yeah. I forgot Is about that. Is that what yeah. he says? Yeah. Yeah. Come back when you want a bigger rack. <laughs> and then he says, now we will no longer be terrorized by the spectacle of women <laughs> aging naturally. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot that. It's great. Yeah, this is actually a pretty dense episode. Like, mm. yeah. It's, they cram it, a lot in. They yeah. really do. And... Yeah, normally in these ones where they're sort of jumping from plot to plot to plot, you you get tired of it. But all the jokes here are so good, and it does have a really like semi natural flow to it. So yeah, for sure. Um, like in the next scene where Homer turns up to work, and Mister Burns's line was so good. <laughs> Burns is on point. Simpson, you're late, bold, and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be that kind of boss. Uh, Burns is the best. And this one, he's just, every light he has is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Homer trying to decide, has the two pictures of Bart and Lisa, like, do I embrace anarchy? Or <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, yeah, <laughs> then goes into the cafeteria and <laughs> Lenny and Carl are being whipped by Burns to eat faster. <laughs> Chew on your own time. <laughs> Who will stand up for Lenny and Carl? <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough, he says Carl and Lenny. It's like, it just sounds weird backwards. Yeah. It's oh. true. It's like saying Butthead and Beavis. Mm, just unfair. Whoa. Mm. Stimpy and Ren. <laughs> Scratchy and itchy. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Garfunkel and Simon. Whoa. <laughs> We're going to see if we can find one that actually works. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to think that Paul Simon was just shuddering right there. Yeah. Like, Someone said our names backwards, didn't they? Oats and Hall. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Pence and Trump. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, after a conversation with some pies, <laughs> which I love, no, throw me, I'm old, I might kill him. Yeah. <laughs> or when Homer was like, oh, I wish I could eat you all, and they're like, ah, oh, shucks, big guy. Yeah, 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 we wish you could eat you too. <laughs> they're muttering then, perfect. And yeah. then cuts to the showers, and then the showers are shut off. Mr. Bezos goes, while you were showering, I sold all your clothes. <laughs> oh my God, again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> I've run out of pie-related puns. Smack. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that closes out Act 2. Well, it, it has a homo's trying to run away to oh, escape, yeah. but he uh, just gets tired and lost and takes a nap on a couch, which is just a Mr. Burns office. Yeah. Around. Right, <laughs> they're following on the monitors and just turn around he's right behind them. Yep. Hey, we missed Homer actually getting shot. Oh, where he digs the, the bullet out with the knife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about his escape, and he's all like, yeah, digging it out with the knife. like, yeah. bone, cartilage, cartilage, artery, cartilage. nerve. Nerve! <laughs> uh-huh. Bullet. <laughs> um, no, it, it was, yeah, surprisingly dense and surprisingly consistent. And yeah, Act 2 ends and Act 3 starts with the whole, let's see who you really are behind this mask cliche. Mm. One of you sort of goes, oh, they're going to do Mr. Burns doesn't know who Simpson is. And <laughs> no, they just went for straight. Ah, Simpson, it's you. Yeah, one of the first time he's he's recognized yeah, him. Yeah, totally recognized him. Like, yeah, weird. 
Um, and so to blackmail him, Burns um, hires him as his new hitman. Uh, and I love Burns' line. Come on, it's cl- cobblering time. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lame, but uh, it's Mr. Burns' lines, and I love all of them. Yeah, oh, and the Girl Scout arrives at his, <laughs> the mansion, and he goes, pie that brownie, fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the girl's girl is waiting there. He just come on. I don't want to hurt her. She's a little girl. So, yeah. And Mr. Burns just leaves us all. Be with you in a second, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Grow a spine on your own time, Blimpo. <laughs> and so, coming to the close of the episode, the Dalai Lama is in town, and Burns wants Homer to hit him next. Mm-hmm. Dalai Lama gets played onto the stage with the stage coming onto music. Is that like Carson or something? But it's being played on traditional Tibetan instruments. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I thought I thought it was an awards show one, but I think you might be right. Uh, might be. I, think I think it's Carson. Right. It yeah. is Carson. I think so because they reference him a lot. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Homer has the um, crisis of conscience and Lisa's there backstage. No, don't peg the Dalai Lama. And yeah, he decides to drop the pie and reveal who his actual identity yeah, is. The only way out, so Burns can't blackmail him, is just reveal. Yeah, but no one believes him. No, no way. Because he's built an icon greater than himself. Which was a bit of a lazy ending, but, you know, whatever. It works, you know. He, he gets the moral high ground, but then there's a good reason why there's no, you know, lawsuits or follow-up to any of these yeah. events. Um, and Marge believed him, and that was the important part. Well, mm-hmm. this is uh, one thing I didn't like about the episode, where Marge, for the whole episode, was not... Um, indicating at all that she knew, whereas mm-hmm. Lisa sort of somehow had an idea before that, and you could sort of you see. You think they it would coming. have finished that with Lisa and, and Homer? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, much more totally. Lisa Homer focused, and then they quickly had this uh, Marge going, Oh, yeah, I knew it was you all the time, and yet the whole way through, you'd got no indicator on that. Yeah. No, she was like, Who was that that kissed me? And, oh, kissed me harder, Pie Man, and I'm not Pie Man, I don't care. Like, it wasn't, she didn't exactly. Yeah, it feels like they ch- the writers changed their mind at the last moment. Like, yeah. oh wait, if she didn't know it was him, then when she kissed him upside down in the rain, yeah, that's going to be you know a kind of a cheating thing. Mm. But so she has to suddenly know. It just it felt a little off. But other than that, it was still a funny bit. It was like, yeah, with your physique, you, you'd have to be an idiot not to be able to tell. Yeah, but I love how this episode ends with um yeah Marge going to kiss Homer. She's got he's gone and he's up on the roof. Wherever there is trouble, the pie man will come. And then but all of a sudden has a costume and followed closely behind him the cupcake kid. While you're up there, can you clean the leaves out of the gutter? Like, yep, just and the muttering, yeah, yeah. the father and son muttering as well. Like, that's a rare one. I, I like that. <laughs> We're vigilantes, not yeah. Here, here's your unintentional theme: muttering. Yeah, <laughs> the muttering episodes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do a questionnaire. Okay. Uh, <laughs> play count. How many times do you think you've seen it? Ooh, uh, more than five, less than ten. All righty. Second time. All right. Uh, Three point one four five seven five six two. All right. Let nice. me just bring this up as well. Like, Tricky math thing. <laughs> yesterday or the day before or whatever was supposedly Pi Day. It fucking wasn't. America, stop writing your date, stupid. Uh, like I would love the twentieth of April to be International Weed Day, but you have to write the date like a dumbass for it to work. So fuck you. If you want it to work, what you need to do is go full international, which puts year day, uh, year month day. And we have to wait until the uh, year yeah. 31. <laughs> <laughs> you just ignore the year part and yeah. you just write it. So you're writing it internationally, not American. It right. does suck, but they did come up with it. Yeah. So they got dibs on that yeah. shitty <laughs> format, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. 
So um, this was actually a coincidence that I picked this episode. I just saw um, the disc with Homer and the pie, and I'm like, yep, that's the one. Sure, Elliot. <laughs> coincidence. <Yeah>. Sure. Was. <laughs> Maybe your pie. <laughs> um, any memories of any influential moments in this episode? Or I definitely remember the this island is actually a peninsula. Yeah. As just being a great shitty non-reveal. Yeah, yeah. I- I've definitely like quoted that. Maybe tried to pass it off as my own. Yeah, I think I've yelled it before when nothing's making sense. You're going, God damn it, what's going on? Why is this a peninsula? <laughs> I just want to get on the boat and leave. You don't have to. You can walk. <laughs> Funnily enough, I can't remember any of these lines sticking with me, which is amazing because the whole episode is packed with them. Yeah. It's, oh, especially it's the puns. Joke. Yeah. I've run out of pie puns. <laughs> Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, no one's acting unusually or out of character. It's a... Uh, Maybe yeah. a little on the sillier side, but... No, yeah, still, but it's sort of on the still sillier sense. side, like when they are doing their parodies, like the Cape mm. Fear episode or <laughs> um, Homer Goes to College. Like, yeah, it's just... It's taking the superhero movie style, which at this time was not that old. Like, No, uh, we had Spider-Man and we had the first couple of X-Men movies at this point. And the Hulk, man. And the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Eric Banner Hulk. Yes. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Burton's Batman and... Yeah, Joel Schumacher took his dump on the franchise as oh. well by that point. <laughs> I kind of love the Joel Schumacher ones. They're so bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. As far as riff track movies sort of go, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, if you want to play Mystery Science Theater 3000 at home, like, yeah, totally go straight to the Joel Schumacher Batman. But play it at half speed because you'll have too much content to pack in there. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to make fun of. Quarter speed when Arnie's on the screen. <laughs> really take the time to absorb those ice puns. Elliot, why don't you chill? <laughs> uh, wackiness. Um, very wacky episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, completely to the benefit, it all served the story. It was all fun. It was never like logic-defyingly wacky. Um, I've said before that it's the kind of things that wouldn't happen, not the kind of things that can't happen. Yeah. So uh, I didn't find like there were many moments in it where I was stopping to go, okay, um, that's a bad joke, and it wouldn't happen. Also, yeah, there were no oh fuck off moments. Yeah, so, that's genuine. Homer's uh, Homer's athleticism was at <laughs> yeah. times yes. a little bit wacky. <laughs> he he can sometimes surprisingly crack it out. Uh, let's not forget. Uh, I was he... about to say definitely not the first time that no, he's no. it down. Um, I'm specifically thinking of him in Space Camp doing backflips while yeah. singing uh, "Once for Nam- like <laughs> Cartwheels" while singing "Once for Nam- 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 <laughs> And we know he was a gymnast in high school from. Um, That's right. Yeah. Briefly, at least. Before his father didn't believe in him. Mm-hmm. Um, how about the heart? Not a lot of heart in nah. this one. Oh, uh, there was at first when the Rick Texan was making fun of Lisa. Yeah, it's all yeah. about him defending his daughter. That there's yeah, heart in that. I think we got some good Lisa Homer bits. It just, it like you said, it doesn't tie it up at the end when it really should have. It would yeah. Have but yeah, I like her. You're doing good, Dad, but you're going to get hurt or caught. You need to stop. Yeah. And the mm. whole conflict of him having promised to stop, but then seeing Mr. Burns really needs some comeuppance. At the writing table, like uh, it would have just been back-to-back gags. Like, we've got so much shit for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, tying it all up, and, and mm. they kind of did lose their way with it. But yeah. the... the Episode ultimately doesn't suffer for it at all. No, there's too much fun along the way. You don't totally, care. totally. Yeah. Uh, so yes or no? Would you watch it again? Hundred percent, yes. Yes, to catch all of the gags. Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. I'm, I'm actually, I rem- I remember this one not as fondly as I, I did on this watch. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, oh, that's right. I didn't answer the play count question. I've seen this a good couple of dozen times. I remember, yeah, catching it back in the old days with hangovers and Foxtel and whatever. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, one that I do not skip from the 15th season when I probably skip about half those episodes. <laughs> so now it's time to rank this thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, kick it off, Shez. I'm very excited. This is my first cubic zirconia. Wow. Yeah. Definitely deserving, I think. Start to finish gags. It was excellent writing. I just loved it. Wow. Okay. Um, And now to Beach. Uh, Wow. I I feel a little off then because I was sitting pretty happily at a silver. Mm. Um, I mean, it's not that it's... an episode without a lot of faults, but it's just not hitting that high note greatness that um, I associate with the cubic. So uh, I'm going to sit on that. Um, I might yell out another rating in, in a little bit, but at the moment I'm sitting on the silver. Fair enough. Shark? Yeah, I'm going to have to take it down a pie. Sorry, a peg <laughs> from, <laughs> from the cubic zirconia. Sure. But definitely give it a gold. All right. Wow, Elliot, where are you landing on this one? Because this is this is the most colours we've ever had in a <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to do bronze to complete the rainbow, yeah. but um, it's almost a gold for me. Um, it's yeah, just shy of it. It's it's a silver. Like um, it's so dense with jokes though that I want to bump it up to gold. But mm. yeah, something in my heart is saying yeah, silver is where I I, I like it. So that's yeah, that's where it is for me. All right. Fine, stick with your comfortable silver. <laughs> so, so silver. See how I care. No, that's why we have the, the panel with the individual rankings. You mm. know, we want to we want to give the spectrum of opinion, yeah. you know, um, to our loyal listeners. No, All dictatorship. Y- <laughs> Highest ranking wins. <laughs> All right. Well, that about does it for our mid-run episode. So now we are going back to the early seasons and I don't know what I'm going to do. So stick around and uh, find out. What happened, you, man? You used to know what you were going to do next. <laughs> I used to be prepared. We are back and we just watched our classic episode for the evening, Bart on the Road, um, which is Season 7, Episode 20, March 96. In this episode, um, during spring break, uh, Bart gets a fake ID and hires a car and takes him, Milhouse, Nelson and Martin out. You know what? Lisa explains it much better later in the episode. <laughs> Bart rented a car and drove Milhouse, Nelson and Martin out to the Knoxville, Tennessee and now I crossed on Lisa's unfair I can't get home. <laughs> and they just come back from Hong Kong. <laughs> and yeah, in the so, sort of B-ish story, uh, Lisa and Homer develop a bit more of a friendship and Lisa starts visiting them at the nuclear power plant and during Mar- her spring break. And Marge gets lonely. Super neglected. It's sad. It's hard to watch. It is. Resorts to uh, baby abuse to try and get some Pretty attention. Much. It's, it's hard, man. <laughs> uh, but we'll get to that when we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starts out with Principal Skinner and just a delight to see him Classic there. Classic Skinner. Uh, it's, yeah, such yeah. a great opening. He's just like, oh, my plane tickets. I'll just look at GM Chrysler. This is all wrong. <laughs> GM Chrysler. <laughs> Um, yeah, him and Flanders cursing are always the funniest things. I was about to say, there's there's definitely a bit of crossover. Well, there's there's a great episode where where you hear in the background Mo swearing in church because, for the love of crumb cake, yeah, (laughs) we're trying to bring that back because that's that's brilliant. 
But yeah, he, he had right to be pissed off. They were going to charge him an extra seven grand for all the yeah. for the changes. Like, I ordered yeah. an aisle seat, not a middle seat. I specifically ordered not a kosher meal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's supposed to be Saturday morning, not Friday morning. Yep. And um, yeah, comes up with the lame uh, go to work with your parents day, which it seemed around this time and maybe for a couple of years after a lot of shows were doing a lot of uh, go to uh, I mean, bring your daughter to work yeah, day parodies. Kids coming to a place of business is, you know, it's sitcom staple. No, but definitely specifically bring your daughter to work mm. today yeah. has been a staple for sitcoms yeah. um, since that period. Yeah, I noticed, uh, yeah, they did a big episode on it in Arrested Development. Mm, and did a big one for uh, Better Off Ted. Oh, with maybe. Oh, Better Off Ted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> old. Um, and yeah, I like Skinner's line over the PA, you know, apply your knowledge of fractions and gym to the real world. That's <laughs> uh, a good bit. Yeah, because like uh, it's the stock standard to go, oh, algebra, when do I ever use that? Mm-hmm. But to just specifically go fractions and gym. like. <laughs> yep. And I like how Bart takes full advantage of this. Mm-hmm. And, and in true Bart fashion and just like, yeah, I'm going to work with mom. And then, you know, it doesn't, it's not my fault. Mom's workplace involves a TV <laughs> and couch. But like he just takes full advantage to the point that he's just no, no pretense, just eating cereal right out of the box, pouring the milk into the box. <laughs> <laughs> that was purely setting up for the gag though. Or it like, ripped through the box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great moment. But I love that as well because like Lisa didn't want to go to the plan and she's like was jealous of Bard and then like just instantly thinks of the best way to sell him down the river. <laughs> just send him Patty off to Pat. Yeah. Oh well, I first love um, when he's like, if you needed something to do, fill out my form. And it's like, and please note, homeworker does not count because it's not a real job. That's why you get paid for it. <laughs> it's like Skinner's come up with this last minute thing, but it's still like, you know what, homeworkers, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. You know, I am desperate to start my vacation yeah. one day early, but you know what? I still Asterix. can't. You know, exactly. Still going to have uh, cause, causations for this. Yeah. And I really love when Lisa's like, well, how about, he really wanted to see women in the workplace. Well, how about Patty and Selma at the DMV? And she's like, oh, of course. I would have never, ever, ever thought of that. And yeah, and Marge doesn't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lisa's smug face and Bart's just sh- shocked. <laughs> it's such a good moment. But yeah, as the cereal drops Adam, from the wet I, just, I love how they drive it home with, I would have never, ever, ever thought of that. <laughs> yeah, and she's so on board with it. She's like... This is exactly what Bart wants now. <laughs> I know. So he wanted to see women in the workplace. This is perfect. <laughs> oh, but could you think of a more boring place? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. You're terrible. Um, and yeah, at least he's not having as bad a time at Millhouse at the Cracker Factory. <laughs> this is just a classic, it classic is. Simpson bit. Like, oh, yeah. you see it on all the Simpsons meme sites and all that. Um, yeah. Yep. Just the the excitement of Millhouse at the Cracker Factory yeah. with the automatic dough press and uh, it's just a shame uh, Danny isn't here to do his uh, Kirk Van Houten impersonation. He does a good Kirk Van Houten. Uh, yeah, just the whole. Um, hey, you ever wondered how salt crackers get salted? <laughs> well, put on this lab coat and come with me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ha, crackers ho! A little uh, dog mobile over the top. And the mystery of the peanut. I really want to know how they get the peanut butter inside. I thought they were going there. (laughs) What involves a hard hat and going down a a fireman's pole? Uh, Not just the hard hat. It's the hard hat with the lighter top. Yeah, exactly. Something serious wonka shit is going on in that fucking place. They have to do some serious spelunking to get down there. (laughs) Yeah, you have to like dive to the natural reserves of peanut butter and mine it out. (laughs) And like... Fusion molded into the cracker because only that will that peanut butter specifically will have the fortitude to survive within the walls of a cracker. Yeah, 
<laughs> serious business. There's particle physics and there's cracker production. Yeah. Both uh, involve lab codes. Yeah, shockingly similar. Mm. And they set up uh, the wall between um, Lisa and Homer well here with, yeah, before where she was like, I don't want to go to the nuclear power plant. I've signed numerous petitions against it. And <laughs> yeah. And then when there's uh, Homer and Lisa are sitting together in his office and uh, he's like, donut, no, fruit, <laughs> uh, it's got purple inside. Purple, purple is a fruit, fruit. <laughs> which I've said a bunch in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great bit. And I do really like in this setup, we cut to Martin at the Stock Exchange, which you think is much like the Millhouse bit. It's just a ca- cutaway gag. Yeah. But later on that comes in. I think that's really cool. Yep, yep. Invest in the futures. Mark soy, it. soy, soy, soy. <laughs> You're up $1 million and you lost everything but 600 You got greedy, Martin. <laughs> Which is a former trader. That's it's that's how it works. Wow. <laughs> soy. <laughs> like, I'd listened to financial advisors and, you know, um, did diversification but and did well out of bank stocks. But you know what my best earning stock was? Oh. Fucking Bega Cheese. Hard out. <laughs> I bought those stocks for like 150 and I'm still holding on to them at the moment. They're like five bucks or something oh, yeah. like that. Wow. <laughs> They're your friend in the fridge. Oh, that's mainland. <laughs> that's mainland, oh. man. Okay, Bigger well. is from Bigger. Yeah, but, well, uh, the only other brand I could think of was Coombe, but I don't want to bring that up <laughs> on an international uh, podcast. Yeah, because uh, we've actually got more <laughs> listeners in America than we do Australia now, coincidentally. And I don't know if they know this, but yeah. There is a brand of cheese, Americans, there is a brand of cheese in Australia that is called Coon, and it is on sale currently in our supermarkets. But Coon was never a racial slur. No. <laughs> so it's, it's not weird until we went international, and we're like, oh. It's a little uncomfortable now. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they're going to change. Um, and then Lisa gets the idea to make the workday more fun with uh, putting on the um, protection The hazmat suit. suits. Hazmat suits, yeah. Uh, for listeners at home wondering where Sharon was, uh, those hooligans from last time came back and she once again dove, oh, yeah. out, dove out Elliot's recently repaired window <laughs> to just belt the shit out of more motherfuckers. Oh, this time she got the trolley that was out the front. She just straight out snapped the trolley bar off and <laughs> yeah. fucking she was after him. If, if anyone's, if you've never been wailed on with a trolley pole before, those fuckers hurt. you know all about it. <laughs> mm. Anyway, um, yeah, I love the bit with the, the hazmat suits, how Homer goes, wow, this is so much more fun with a second person. <laughs> I didn't get that. It just implies he's been doing it himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought there was a, he's pretending to be a spaceman by, by himself. Or... Yeah, yeah. Much. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. Um, I did notice, and I'm now curious if this is a thing, because um, what's their home address? 742. Yeah. 742 Evergreen, Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, yeah. So you got that together, that's 13. And then uh, Lisa said, when um, Hope, when they're playing space, Lisa says, I'm going after Homer 13. He's spinning out of control. That's two 13s that have popped up. I wonder if that's... Uh, do they like hiding no, them? No, it's an Apollo 13 reference. No, it probably is. <laughs> ah, but, that's uh, actually a good point. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, space... Yeah. What, we're going to get into the gematria of, uh, yeah. of Evergreen as well. Yes. <laughs> well, I was going to do well, it I'm as well. I'm going to start adding up numbers. <laughs> oh, bro. I was going to do it as well because his console module was a T437 and in Rick and Morty, they're from Earth C137. Mm. It rhymes and there's only one number difference. <laughs> Connection. There is something... What was it in um, all of the DreamWorks movie? Oh, I yeah. think it yeah, is, yeah. and they have the studio... Uh, I, I forget what it is. Yeah, it's like it. C21 or something yeah. like that, because that's the classroom where a lot of them went to MIT or something like that. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. The one. Yeah, so they hide it. But like, that was actually something that I did notice, but... Mm. 
really didn't care enough to yeah. kind of look it up. But it was like, oh, shit, there's that number. In. And yeah, so they start having fun together. And um, yeah, it cuts back to Bart and uh, Selma's doing Cletus's license at that time. Yep. No well, more sitting in the dirt at the drive-in. Well, better than that, you got the... Um, uh, well, I've just got to laminate your license. You'll get it in two to three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Man, because it used to be like that. And then it didn't used to be like that when you got it back the same day. And then it's gone back to they don't um, print them on the spot You know anymore. why that is right, though? No? Like for a lot of places out west, because the boys were doing ram raids of those machines. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. Oh, shit. So they keep the machine in a different location now. Yep. Huh. Like mm. that is an actual logistical and security measure. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It does. <laughs> People were stealing licensing machines. Yeah. I get, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Big bucks. I yeah. just I never stopped to think about it because I'm always so pissed off at the RMS for having already waited like two hours that <laughs> I don't enough. consider what it's like being them. I lose all power of empathy. <laughs> no, nah, that's fair. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the, office, the RMS office just does that to you. <laughs> but, and I like, yeah, Bart just immediately pounces on it and just makes himself a fake ID and meets up with Nelson and uh, Millhouse. Yeah, I really like the, the Millhouse line. He goes, 25 years old? You're not 25 years old. This ID is completely fake. <laughs> yes, that makes it a fake ID. A fake ID? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Takes him a little while. <laughs> didn't get it at all until they used the right words for it. But yeah. But yeah, naked lunch as well. <laughs> like, Yep. Ray Bradbury's strange sci-fi flick. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm not even certain it's Ray Bradbury. I'm going to double check that. Na- no, 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 no. Naked lunch is, um, yeah, William S. Burroughs? Oh, it might be Burroughs. Hang on. Yeah, it's Burroughs. And oh, yeah, it's, yeah, right, it's, it's not pornographic at all. It's, no, no, it's, it's a weird. It's but, weird. but the movie adaptation is is com- well, not completely, but it's it's quite different to the actual book. Like mm-hmm. it's a bit of a letdown on it, but it's more just of a oh. visual experience. Oh wow! Um, in well, terms of um, who did the makeup for it? Um, I do know it's where the name Steely Dan comes from. Oh, yeah. is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, having not read or watched it. I'm not entirely sure to which it belongs, but it's meant to be like a steam-powered dildo. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, all right. Co-written and directed by Dave, David Cronenberg. Okay, well, there you go. That, <laughs> that yeah. Okay, so it's a Cronenberg movie. Yeah. <laughs> as far as the visuals, Cronenberg. like, it is... Um, yeah. It is, it is gnarly. Well, I remember, like, as a kid, like, having to get my parents to explain that joke to me, and they're like, oh, because the boys thought there'd be nudity in it, and there's not. And I'm like, oh, I get jokes. <laughs> Um, I like as well how they go to Moe's and they, they're able to order a beer and even Bart doing the uh, overly used cliche. Oh, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> um, working in liquor retail, people do not do that. Oh, really? No, you ask some, oh, some of them do, but most, sometimes I asked a 35 year old woman. <laughs> I asked a 35 year old woman for an ID, her ID once she got mad. Really? Yeah. And I'm like. Sorry, you just look really young. But was she just ordering like a six pack of um, 4X longies or something? Yeah, I can't even remember. But I was just like, she, you, got, you got the shits. People get- no, no matter how old they look, if they're ordering like six bottles of Passion Pop, you're like, I got to see some ideas. Yeah, no, it, that is pretty much <laughs> industry that. stand. It's like, ma'am, you're dry, you're buying the kind of shit a 15-year-old idiot buys. I'm going to need to see, see some ID. But I'm 37. Confident. up. <laughs> But yeah, I, I like how they're having beer. Uh, they're uh, they're about to have the beer, and then they look over at Barney and the they other. They join the party, <laughs> and all the other slouch drunks, and yeah. they probably make the best decision of their lives in that He's moment. Quietly push them away, and yeah, yeah. I really think they only did that out of like a restriction purpose, though. 
Yeah. Oh, they the probably writers, couldn't show them. Yeah. Yeah. The writers uh, would have loved to have actually taken that somewhere. Maybe. But, but yeah, there's going to be a limit to what you can do. Totally. I do know uh, on Community the episode where they sneak Annie into a bar. They said you know she was un- her character was underage at the time. And they're like. Can- that was the whole sensors. thing about that, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't know that they asked the censors, "Can we do this?" And they say, "You can do it, but she has to have a bad time." So uh, she has yeah, a whole that's miserable. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so she's miserable in that episode because they had to do that. But it still it makes a good point, plot point. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so then they meet up with Martin, who just came from a shopping spree at Wee World, and that's after Nelson pitches the idea of renting a carpet shampooer. <laughs> The other thing you need an ID for, for some reason. I know, just, uh, yeah, obscure things that you need an ID for. But, uh, yeah, they find a way to exploit Martin here, which is good. It it does bring, it ties all these uh, kids together. Mm. All right, well, yeah, that rounds out uh, fact one. And um, so for the boys to go on a road trip, Bart devises the plan of the grammar rodeo. And And I love this, how... Yeah, Bart Milhouse and Martin all went along with this uh, alibi and then Nelson's just, I'm going away for a week, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Like it pitches it to the Simpson family and uh, Lisa's like, why haven't I heard of this? And he goes, well, you are yeah. what you call a Dorcas Malorcas. <laughs> that's not Latin. <laughs> I like how Lisa, like, that's how like she kicks into detective mode. Like, that's not Latin. There's no way this can work. <laughs> like, besides all the other evidence, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, having what? their nation's grammar radio in a different nation, <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa, a top tier student, not knowing about this. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's great when they do get on the road. Do a classic uh, road song, mm. "Radar, Radar Love." Love. Yeah. yeah, almost <laughs> as classic as uh, "Spirit in the Sky," another classic driving song. I've, have you seen any of the um, Simpson Wave videos on YouTube? Simpson Wave? Yeah, like you know Vaporwave. No, what? Oh, oh, okay, like. Yeah, I know of it, but I haven't seen any of it. But uh. okay, vaporwaves generally like it has its moments, but you know it's pretty hit and miss. Yeah, but off the various waves that have spawned off, you know, kind of vaporwave, you've got kind of like synth wave, which is just um, throwback to eighties type of fucking synths, but just yeah, reimagined, I guess. And um, you've got Simpsons wave, and so Simpsons wave is using mostly like kind of vaporwave like songs and shit mm. um and then re not not remixing but like um just getting out the uh video editing software yeah and just classic uh, and then just mixing up those classic kind of moments of them when they're you know driving <laughs> in cars or, cool. or just whatever yeah man check it out to the listeners check out simpson wave simpson wave. on youtube like if you are into the Simpsons, doesn't even matter if you really like the music because yeah. the be scenes that full of reference. the scenes that they choose for like the visuals uh, are just you can watch that shit all day. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I'll have to check that out. And uh, what else happens around here? Oh, Millhouse oh. starts fucking with the EQ, and this is me. <laughs> like I am that person. Like that's like oh, oh, can I? I just need to adjust your high mids. They suck. Like <laughs> yeah, I've always thought he was like trying to do a DJ thing, but then watching this, it feels like yeah, he's trying to get the balance right. So yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to believe anymore. <laughs> but they Nelson uh, hit me. He sure he did. did. <laughs> well, you got the great little. Um, they realize they're not going to a grammar radio. So the question becomes, where do they go? Mm. 
<laughs> and they do like, I know it's Sorry. tripe. We could tour the bridges of Madison County. <laughs> could always go to Macon, Georgia. <laughs> Sorry, and just briefly before that, <gasps> Millhouse discovered a cup holder. Oh my God, we're going to stop and get a cup. Like, who hasn't done that? Yeah. <laughs> get a new car, you're like, I'm filling all these with cups. But yeah, I, it's a great um, bit as well that, yeah, they didn't even think of where they were actually going. No, like, <laughs> just on the road. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they end up deciding to go to Knoxville, Tennessee, a place of the famous World's Fair mm-hmm. <laughs> with I, the Sun Sphere that can t- holds an information desk. <laughs> I was curious. I Googled the Sun Sphere. It's breathtaking. <laughs> it exists. It exists for starters. So that blew my mind. And, oh, wow. Uh, it's, it's pretty. Do they, do they have a wig shop there too? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is funny because like you can see if you look hard enough where you know, uh, Millhouse is looking at the book and it says 1982 on it. Bottom. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. Like that. yeah, and uh, and uh, concurrent to this, uh, uh, Lisa, Lisa decides to spend more time with Homer at the nuclear power mm-hmm. plant, foregoing learning about owls in her spare time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, staying then stays on for his night shift. Yeah, it's oh, okay. And raids the candy machine. I've got machine. plenty of time to learn about owls at bird, <laughs> bird camp. camp. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, Homer enlists her help for the two-man operation of raiding the candy machine. Yep. But then, oh my, then we got back to uh, Bart and the gang in the car. We have the fantastic transaction of Bart. Can we stop for ice cream? Sure. Yeah. Bart, can we weigh the car at that weigh station? I don't see why not. <laughs> Bart, can we pick up that hitchhiker? Absolutely. Bart, Bart can, can we, we stop, stop for ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was rehabilitated, but I guess they needed the bed. Which is so awesome because you're worried about the kids when they pick up a hitchhiker and like that guy's kind. He seems level headed. Oh, I gotta double check. That might be a guess he, voice, huh? Guess voice. No, no, that mm. might be the the visual of the guy. Might be the same looking dude from Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, when I was uh, skimming uh, Wikipedia before um, we recorded, yeah, um, it mentioned Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, he looks the same. He doesn't have the same. He's same hair and same kind of crappy T-shirt. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen yeah. the movie. So who was he meant to be? He's meant to be a hitchhiker they pick up at the beginning who, I'm trying to remember who he is. I think he just escaped from the cannibals and is all kind of crazy shit. All um, right. Yeah. Unless you're watching the reboot, but don't. Unless you want to watch Jessica Biel sweaty in a crop top, which oh, you do, by the way. Yeah. Which is my sorry, idea I'm of 7th Heaven. sucker for Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> no, if, if, if you got a thing mouth, for uh, Jessica Biel, check that movie. I do. It is nice. I even sat through that fucking stealth stealth just for her, man. <laughs> My brother worked on that. He's, he's um part really? of the, nothing important. He was just um like production and stuff. So he'd like stand around and block off the traffic for it. And uh, the story he took home from that is when he was leaving, uh, they gave him a little certificate, and he's like, "Oh, what is this?" And like, well, because we've been using explosive on set, this is just a thing to say you may have been exposed to trace elements of. You know, explosive. So when you're going through the airport, if the sniffer dog t- picks you out, wow. it's going to be like. And he's like, "Wait, what? I've been exposed to nitroglycerin, TNT, C4. It's like all yeah, this, this long legit. list of explosives. He might have trace elements of. So, yeah, he was like, um, you "Was it worth being exposed before? to Jessica Biel for yeah, all that?" I'd say, say so. All for Jessica <laughs> yeah, Biel. again, Texas yeah, Chainsaw right. Massacre. The only reason to watch it. All right, but yes, the point is, he does look like the hitchhiker from Texas Chainsaw. Cool, cool, and yeah, so. Uh, and I love uh, uh, Homer and Lisa's working the night shift with the bin on fire. It's just like completely irresponsible. It's like fantastic. You know, I was looking for um, a label on the book that he was burning. Like I thought they would have thrown yeah. in a gag there, but there wasn't. Hey, it was just a green covered book. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess you could. Uh, yeah. 
maybe assume it was one of his technical manuals or something. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair enough. Because, yeah, Lisa isn't going to watch Literature Burn, so... No. <laughs> um, and I love how they play uh, Truth or Dare and... Yeah, we find out Lisa likes Langdon Olga. He's very Ooh. quiet and enjoys puzzles. And this is one of my favourite um, Mo prank co- uh, call gags because <laughs> it works in the reverse. Yes. It's got Mo insulting the caller mm-hmm. rather than um, Mo embarrassing himself. It was a great spin on it. And, and then Homer's follow-up follow- follow- line. I'll staple a flag to your button, mail you to Iran. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's delightful. Mm. Uh, but in all that, we get, cut back to Marge, who's uh, alone at home because Bart's at the grammar rodeo. Lisa's uh, staying overnight with Homer at the plant. And she's Unlock just like, success in real estate with hypnosis. <laughs> Why waste your hypnotic powers on friends and neighbors? Uh. <laughs> and she's just like... This is terrible. Shuts it off and walks up, and it's so lonely. She wakes up a baby just to just to yep. comfort her. But it's that like, oh, one liner, like that's reminiscent of some Daria level uh, yeah. six six world, world shit. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, and a bunch of the old commercials they used to do in The Simpsons, like with Troy McClure, and yeah, I can't believe they invented that and all that sort of stuff. And um, <laughs> gee, your lip looks hairless. <laughs> yeah. And like, and in this bit, like, there's been a recurring thing in the episode that like Marge answers the phone calls, but none of the calls are for her. Yeah. And so, yeah, this highlighting her loneliness in this episode, I think, like, it doesn't really get resolved, but it's um, it was good storytelling. But they're kind of building it over those um seasons, like like around that time, aren't they? For when she just fucking walks out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do, they kind of resolve it at the end, uh, just to cut ahead quickly, because we've got a bit where Bart's back and he's talking about how the grammar rodeo really wasn't worth going back to next year. That's right. And yeah. it cuts and, to Lisa, who's like furiously eating, and Homer's like furious. But then it cuts to Marge, and her face is like, all the family's back together, and I'm really happy yeah, now. Totally. It's like it's a yeah. really sweet no, little they bit. they do resolve it. And then in bed, she's getting all the phone calls, <laughs> and it's all the parts of the plot that she wasn't made aware of, and she's like, what is going on? <laughs> Um, but we'll get to that, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. that sort of covers yeah. the Marge stuff. First, we stop in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> oh, the Andy Williams bit. <laughs> Fantastic bit of, like, um, interesting quirk for Nelson to have. <laughs> I just love Nelson's face during Moon River. <laughs> the hands <laughs> clasped. Yeah. The doe eyes. Yeah. He's just nearly <laughs> weeping. He's so happy. Yeah. I, I want to... I have a feeling I'm not coming up with this, but uh, I feel, yeah, like uh, Nelson, because he doesn't have much, there must have just been... Um, Collection of, like, old Andy Busted Williams. Andy cassettes, yeah. Yeah. That you'd get together. at the petrol stations for, yeah, 50 cents or whatever, like, back in the day when they used to sell cassettes and stuff. And, yeah, so, like, Andy Williams must have been, like, special art for him, like, I feel like. And he didn't think they'd do Moon River, but hey, bam, <laughs> bam, second encore. That's to Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Knoxville. And it's glorious Sunsphere. Yep, and they arrive and disappointed to find a big dilapidated uh, world's Wad fair. fur. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the letter falling down right next to Millhouse. That was such good animation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the whole back and forth with the wig store owner, just <laughs> fantastic banter You boys going to buy any wigs, aren't you? <laughs> but the, uh, there's another one coming soon, right? Right? <laughs> you mean the wigs, fair? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see thousands and thousands of unsold wigs. So good. And then, yeah, you're going to buy some wigs, aren't you? And they all do. <laughs> like <laughs> Just I, to appease the wig salesman. Yeah. Like, I feel like they just picked out the first thing they saw. Hey, man, <laughs> you went all the way to Tennessee. Yeah. 
all the way there. Are you not going to buy a wig? Buy a wig yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, the next time we're in the States, I want to go <laughs> to Knoxville just so <laughs> <laughs> to throw a rock at the sun sphere <laughs> and to buy a wig. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there is like a, lo- or a rock throwing line. There's got to be a wig store now. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think, but uh, who knows? And yeah, so Nelson uh, knocks over the sun sphere with a rock. Uh, uh, and uh, Martin's Al Gore doll as well. You are hearing me talk. Fantastic um, Al Gore parodies. They um, ride him. Yeah. All the time, and all of them are just going. This cause for a celebration. Celebrate times. And on. I will. <laughs> um, so they get stranded in uh, uh, at the end of Act 2, and. At the start of Act 3, uh, I like it starts out at uh, Hawksville, the pawn shop in Knoxville. <laughs> and before that, you Hawksville got a great line of, Knoxville. everyone remember, we're parked under the yeah. sphere. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, oh yeah, um, Bart calls home and um, asks for Lisa for advice. And I like that he comes clean to her. Mm. Like, it's a good move of, yeah, the kids being kids and like, don't get me in trouble with the parents sort of thing. Yep. And it's like, well, you could fly home free if you're a stewardess. stewardess. <laughs> Not a steward, stewardess. <laughs> no, but I'm saying a courier. A terrier <laughs> is a dog. <laughs> like, I really want to know what his question was. Yeah. It's like, no, Bart, that's a terrier. They're dogs. What could he possibly say? <laughs> yeah. You want me to run around and chase balls and go to dog parts? And, and be owned <laughs> by the queen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, malt hair or whatever uh, and so yeah he gets the job as a courier deliver eyeballs to Hong Kong <laughs> not nin it young and if that's correct I know how to say here are your eyeballs in <laughs> thank god finally how long? that's going to come up so often uh, and Principal Skinner sees him there yeah so again what? I thought what? they are going to capitalise on that mm-hmm. yeah no this episode did good ways of planting seeds earlier in the episode to bring them back because yeah. um yeah, after Bart just has a bunch of fruitless deliveries and is about to be sent on 500 Big Macs to Marlon Brando's Island duty. <laughs> Which is mean, but it's funny, but it's mean, but it's mm. funny. <laughs> so yeah, without much else uh, to offer, Lisa decides to come clean to Homer in, mm-hmm. as we mentioned, that big quick spiel of basically the synopsis of Bart's story. <laughs> and the animation, such oh, a brilliant choice. Face. Yeah, we just cuts to him and just... It just half his face just kind of goes deep crimson. Goes, yeah. Yes, it is a pickle. Will you excuse me for a moment? <laughs> Puts on the hazmat helmet and it just <laughs> screams up. nothing. And fogs up the hazmat suit. It's perfect. <laughs> like, it just totally conveys in a ridiculous way, like, what you have to do when you're fucking just furious, be, yeah. but you got to put on a professional. <laughs> yeah. He comes back with, okay, I will send Bart the money to fly home. Then I will murder him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love Lisa in this as well, sort of pleading with Homer. It's like, come on, I thought we're friends now. And like they have a good relationship and hmm. they're able to bring the map back into the story. And um, where Lisa points out where Knoxville is, nuclear power plant there. Uh, that they can order a new T-437. Why did I bother writing that down? It's like uh, <laughs> You wanted to write it down because 437 add together is 14. T, <laughs> T would be time. And uh, no, wait, that math doesn't work. Get back. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> you just need to conjure some more conspiracies first. I just need to figure out how the Illuminati is involved. <laughs> well, that's where you start. You start with start Illuminati's Illuminati. involved and then you work backwards from there. Yes. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's on the phone with the guy from uh, 
the Knoxville <laughs> nuclear power plant and it's like, well, your, your module's working fine. I don't see it. He's just, just casually <laughs> pause the buzz What collar. I actually really noticed this time was that he's then picking up more of this yeah. thing or just <laughs> casually flicking it on. Circling the rim and, yeah, kicking up more sparks as they go when, like, him and Lisa are sharing the okay sign. It's so good. And um, so, yeah, they do that and it's very quick, yeah, um, before you know it, Barton is in the plane and the ki- rest of the kids are in the box. Yep. Uh, need another air hole. He's like, shh, quiet. Like, hey. <laughs> Completely empty. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, smash cut to the dinner where, yeah, they're doing that scene um, that we said yeah, before. Yeah, like, I don't think I'd go back next year. They forgot it's too commercial. They forgot it's supposed to be about the grammar. Yeah. And the dirties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, all the dirties. But, you know, Marge ever the optimist. Well, I'm glad he went and had a... Yeah, Marge, <laughs> Mar- to Marge, yeah, he went on a trip. He had a good time. My family is back home. All, all is right with the world. And yeah. it's, it's a really sweet moment for her, uh, oblivious as she is. Yeah. <laughs> and even though she got, yeah, three calls after, one from Principal Skimmer, one from the <laughs> courier company, and one from the uh, insurance. No, my son's rent-a-car is not uh, destroyed in Knoxville. I don't even be- know to begin to tell you what's wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, well... I think that wraps us up. And that would be time for the questionnaire. Uh, My notebook is falling apart. Get a new notebook. I love buying notebooks. I'll buy you one. (laughs) Oh, please do. Yes, my Gears of War notebook is almost full. Uh, Play count. How many times do you think you've seen this one? Sun Sphere. (laughs) Least five. (laughs) At least five. Yeah. um, I know I taped this one because... There's certain scenes at the start and the end of the acts that like still look new to me because like I missed them when I was trying to avoid the commercials when I <laughs> taped them. So yeah, I'd say this one might even be up to a hundred or something. Wow. <laughs> um, any memories of influential moments in this episode? Uh, I frequently use the stop for ice cream bit. Yeah, <laughs> you're totally uh, absolute road trip. And yeah, do, you got to put on radar love in it. Anyway, you're driving, you're like, just, no matter what, even if you don't, you say, Can "We stop for ice cream." Yeah. Uh, the you're hearing me talk yep um, parked under the sun sphere anytime I park I walk away from my car going never and remember parked <laughs> under the sun sphere and yeah like I said the whole rage thing with Homer yes <laughs> that's a real pickle <laughs> yeah very influential episode definitely oh yeah and crackers ho yeah oh the cracker factory <laughs> um did it feel like an episode of the Simpsons yeah absolutely <laughs> right. can't uh wackiness um yeah, the wackiness of Bart being able to reach the pedals. Um, uh, Sphere gets knocked over with one hit by a rock. Yep. Although, yeah, it had been about 14 years since. It's <laughs> true, it's true. Um, yeah, Bart being a curious... I don't know, it was so organic to the story that I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, they even have the bit where he's like, um, well, you don't look 25 to me, but your out-of-state unlaminated plate <laughs> license is fine. Yeah. I did miss the bit where they're running for a train that's going straight through Springfield. Oh, yeah. Or everyone throws their bags on the train, just speeds up. And Nelson keeps going. Like, the other three realize it's mm-hmm. it's doomed, and he keeps he just keeps going for an extra couple of meters. Right. That's great. The heart. Yeah, it's definitely not conventional but there is a little bit of heart with marge at the end well not only that you've got uh homer lisa having some you know getting and you've got a little bit of lisa bart where he relies on her to like you said be kids and keep the adults out of it while still i I think it's one of those those softer episodes on nelson yeah Yeah, when nelson actually shows you see a bit of of sensitivity all about andy williams yeah yeah. Oh, no, but not just that. Like, yeah, but he's, he's not just wailing on them constantly. Yeah, he's hanging out with these, you know, three dorks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember listening to one of the DVD commentaries and them saying, you know, 
fans have pointed out that Nelson's sort of conveniently their friend and not their friend sometimes. And one of the rules that they sort of stick by is that he can be their friend in uh, summer or vacation times. Mm, but at school, he but, well, well, also like he could be their friend outside of um, Jimbo yeah. and. Mm. Uh, Dolph. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't see like Barton Millhouse interlope with that group, but no. yeah. yeah. I mean, you think of Lemon of Troy. Uh, yeah. They invade Shelbyville and he's paired with Martin. But um, yeah, um, and his dynamic works well with the others, yeah, being the muscle of the three. And I then... think it calls greatly back to Bart the General in season one where it says Nelson will continue to be a figure of menace within the yeah. community, <laughs> but will yield no actual power. So it's part of the treaty, man. Yeah. <laughs> so yes or no, do you want to watch it again? Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. So good. All right, we're going to watch it again. We're going to put it in a playlist. Um, Again, Bart-centric episodes. Road, road trips. Road trips, put yeah. Put this with the trucker episode. Yeah. It almost qualifies for a daddy-daughter, but I don't think it's focused on that enough. Yeah, not enough. No. Um, kids kids with job, kids working. Yeah, the kids uh, yeah, doing jobs, and you can do Menu Boy in that one as well. With a boy. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's rank it. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, Jack, kick us off. Gold, straight up. Yep, cool. Um, I'm again sitting on the gold cubic border. It's tough. Um, I know where hmm. I'm going. Where's yep. that? Um, I'm going gold as well. Like, yeah. it feels like it should be a cubic because like there's so many classic moments, but. You uh, think of actual no, that, cubics and you're yeah, like, yeah, that's just kind of that rank above. Not that, not that bit above. It's like. Yeah, yeah, a whole rank above that's that, and and this is this is just a solid Simpsons episode. That's ex- yeah, that's exactly right. I'm not blown away with like because even the last one, I was actually blown away with how funny it was, yeah. even though the story mm. was stupid. So this one, like, yeah, like you said, it's solid. It's yeah. Um, so what do you think you're going? Yeah, um, it's I think it's I enjoy it more because of the nostalgia and it's so quotable. Mm. I am gonna go with gold. It was tough because like the whole way I'm like. I know it's going to be a gold at least, but does it trip over in that extra, extra ranking and just doesn't? Unfortunately, it's yeah. Yeah. not not quite as densely laid or quite as you know. Story wise, is great, but, but it's just, yeah, still yeah. second from the top is yeah. Hey, gold is still good. We've, we've said it, this yeah. many times. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, that about does it for episode thirty-eight of the Simpsons Index, and thank you for joining us, Jock. Man, it was my pleasure. Yeah, hope Can't you had fun. Hope we can see you again. And, Damn right. Yeah. And Beach, thank you as uh, most always. Yeah, if you didn't close, I'd never leave. <laughs> All right, guys. And uh, yeah, that about does it for this week. Um, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and that's all the mustard in the house. (laughs) Keep it alive! Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content... The Simpsons Index. An online spreadsheet that's that is also, also a podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast. Ew. It's like I'm right next to your ear. Yeah, it is. Perfect. I know, I'm purposely uh, Richard Mercering my voice a little. You know, no, oh, now you're listening to the Smooth FM. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> May we just switch to full NPR mode and talk really close and quiet. <laughs> well, my husband was just released from jail. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
last week <laughs> and I want to play us our song. Um, okay, well, what would that song be, Chelium? <laughs> um, um, I want to know what love is. Okay, I right. want you to show me. And what's your um, husband's name? Uh, 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 Greg and Greg? Uh, Greg's. Or uh, you know Greg, this is this is going out from Jillian who won't shut up. This is I want to know what love <laughs> is. She just wants you to know she cares about you so much. She's crying into my headphones. Thank you. It the hurts. Love God. She won't leave. I, I only keep this jog because I have a mortgage. Smooth ninety five point three. Wait, defamation. <laughs> Move on. 